morning, guys. Well, I guess I don't know what time you're listening to this, but good morning either way. Hey, guys, it's Jordan back with starting a startup. Hey, I am having some fun here this morning thinking about New Year's Day. Now, if you're listening to this right now and it's just, this podcast just came out, it's probably pretty darn close to New Year's Day for you. Um, you know, it's got me thinking a lot about the whole New Year, New Me thing. And, you know, that I, I understand that mentality. I understand the idea that, you know, you have a chance for a fresh start. You know, it's a, it's a starting line for everybody. But, you know, I see so many people who they start this new thing. They start this new goal. They start this new project. And, you know, it's because it's the beginning of the new year. But they flounder shortly thereafter. And it got me thinking a little bit about why is that? Why is it that people start things that they don't finish, they don't follow through, they don't complete? And, you know, I started thinking about what, you know, the, the conversations I'm having with some of my friends about these things and some of the uh, business colleagues that I have. And one of the things I realized is that not very many people actually rely on lists. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about your organization of your time. Now, there's a bunch of different ways you can do this. And I just want to talk about one of the ways that helps me organize my time and the reason why, why it, I find it successful. So, I'm kind of a little bit of a clutter freak. I hate having things in front of me. I hate not having clean and laid out stuff. And But if you come into my office, you'll see that that's everywhere. It's surrounding me. Well, the reason that is is because I'm putting myself into an uncomfortable position so that I try to finish and, and clean up whatever it is that I have in front of me. Like my cork board has things right in front of my face, right in front of the office that I want to get taken down. It feels damn good to take those down, but they're just cluttered to me. If I if I couldn't have them there at all, I wouldn't. But those things, it they're they're lists, they're things that I have to do to make one step further towards my business. And I put them there because it annoys the living piss out of me until I actually get it done. So it's something that kind of gets thrown into my face. But I often hear a lot of people talk about man, I have a hard time being productive or I have a hard time staying on track with this. And, you know, they don't say it that way. They make some bullshit excuse about like how they constantly are, you know, too busy for this or how they could just never seem to find time to do that. And it's it's because they're not prioritizing their time. Let's be honest. If there's something that you need to get done and you're not getting it done, you have time to do it. Shut off the goddamn TV or, you know, don't don't put in that podcast that you have to focus on what they're saying. Uh, you know, this podcast right now, listen to music and focus on something or whatever. Whatever those things are that are keeping you from being able to achieve what you really need to achieve, you've got to remove those distractions from you. Now, an easy way to do that is by creating a list of things that you need to be able to get done. I know it sounds super simple, but every time you have a new project come in, come in or a new task you have to complete write it down and keep that list try to keep something in a consecutive place for you so that you can keep track of everything i see so many people who try to do all of their business and all of their tasks and everything and they try to keep it in their head or they give the oh well i have a calendar and i'm going to use that great you have a calendar but you're going to have 45 other small things that you have to do within that day that you're not fitting on that tiny little one inch by one inch square on your calendar let's be real you need something to organize yourself and put yourself step by step on what you need to do now this is something that doesn't have to happen consecutively and what i mean by that is when i when i'm writing down my list i i might have a, a notebook of paper sitting to the right of my desk 
and I constantly add to that list. It doesn't mean I have to get this thing done before I get this done, but damn it, I need to get some of those things done. Every day when I go up into my office, I take five of those things and I put a star next to them. Those are things I'm going to complete today. Otherwise, I can't be done with my day. And if I get them done early, cool, I could wrap up my day. Or let's be real, if you're a real hustler out there, you're going to continue pushing after there. But you have to get those things done. And it kind of helps hold you accountable because it's right there in your face. You know, if you don't have a roadmap to where you need to go, how the hell are you going to ever get there? You know, I used to use an analogy with a bunch of my employees was if I told you right now, I want you to drive to Chicago. And if you're in Chicago, listening to this, whatever, say you're driving to Detroit. I don't give a shit where you're going to. But let's just say I want you to drive to a, the next closest major city that you're going to. OK, you're not just going to hop in the car and start heading that direction and say, well, I'm going to drive to this big city. You need to get an idea of what roads you're going to take, what highways, what, and I mean, hell, most of us are probably going to have some type of GPS navigation that's constantly telling us what we need to do next. I mean, honestly, we are surrounded by things that push us and we enable ourselves to have that. So that GPS that's constantly dinging at me saying, you need to turn right here or that let's let's go way back into the and dating myself a little bit here to like a map quest printout where it says i'm going to be turning at i'm going to be merging onto 94 or whatever those step-by-step instructions help me get to my final destination and that's what this list is it is a it's it's landmarks it's direction so as I'm going that direction, I want to know I'm going the right way. I want to know I'm on the right path. So I'm going to be looking for signs. I'm going to be looking for landmarks. Those are things, if you're describing somebody how to get to your friend's house, you're going to tell them to turn right at the Sunoco station or the giant rock in the road you'll see on the corner of their house. That's what indicates their house. Those landmarks are things that happen in your life as well. Those are things that as you're going along your path, as long as you're, as you're going around your travels, you're going to see that you're progressing in the right direction. And to me, that's what a list is. Because every time I get to cross that line out, every time I get to just wrinkle up that ball of paper and have a, and have a fresh start with it is just sheer enjoyment because I know I'm going in the right direction. Now, unlike a roadmap, not everything here is sequential on, the, on your list. So... You know, for and if I'm if I'm trying to go to the next major city, you know, I know I need I have to first turn left here and I got to head down this highway for this long and then I turn here. It's going to happen in order. Well, life's not really like that. It's a series of events that definitely leads to an ultimate goal, but you don't have a clear defined. This is what I'm going to do next to achieve this one. Now, you might see when you as you write these things out, you might say, you know, it's impossible for me to go you know, fix up this project inside my office but and until I go to pick up the materials for it. And yes, that's going to be sequential. There's going to be some of that stuff that's in there. But that overall list is just one more step. That's your turn left in your directions. It's one small step towards that ultimate goal. So things in life are, are rarely sequential, to be honest. I mean, if you think about it, like you don't buy a house one day and say, well, helicopter pads coming tomorrow. Like you have to take the steps to get you into that direction. The only things that, you know, the, the draw, like the things that are in life that are, are, are so that people see as achieving success without the steps of getting there are things like the lottery. 
And let's be real, you're more likely to, I mean, actually, statistically, you're more likely to be struck by lightning while simultaneously drowning than winning the lottery. And that's why those things have draws, because there's no work, there's no effort, there's no time or anything. It's an immediate gratification with little effort that goes into it. But let's be real, you are probably in better shape just lighting your money on fire in front of you. It, when's the last time you saw somebody or know somebody successful by the, buying a lottery ticket? I'd fair guess you probably don't know any of them. But that's because life doesn't allow you to bypass the steps and the work that comes to it. Now, the best thing you can do to get there faster is by organizing it and staying effective. So I want you to think about this. A list or something to organize you really is just putting down exactly what you need to do and holding you accountable for it. So take a, a great example. Write down some random numbers and letters let's say 14 digits long, write it down in front of you. And then I want you to try to remember those. I, you can look at it even two, three times to see if you get it right. Yeah, so if you have 14, maybe write down six and see if you got it right and you know try to remember the rest. It's, it's going to take you, you have to look at it multiple times to remember it, but you damn sure are certain that when you look at it, you can see the exact number and you know exactly what it is. It's all it is, is it's something that's just keeping you on track. That's it. But so many people avoid this. You know, I was working out in my gym the other day, and I've, I've got these lists all over my wall of this is what I did at this piece of equipment, and here's what my goal is going to be. I always have a goal I'm going after. Now, the goal has to be attainable. While I would love to bench press 400 pounds, I'm not about to do that anytime soon. So one of the things I that really got me thinking about this was I have in front of my elliptical, I know this is ridiculous, but how fast can I burn 150 calories on the iFit program? It doesn't have to be some amazing goal or some amazing progress that you're going to have, just something that's attainable. So the first time I did it, it took me eight minutes and 40 seconds, and I felt like I was going to die. Horribly out of shape, I know. Judge me all you will. But I looked at that, and I thought, I know I could get down to seven minutes and 15 seconds. Something in me tells me I can do that. And while I know it's going to take a lot of hard work and effort to get to it, I wrote on the top, goal, seven minutes, 15 seconds. And every time I go out there, I'm pushing myself harder and harder and harder after that goal. I'm down to seven minutes and 40 seconds. And now I'm sitting there going, I've got 25 seconds I've got to cut from this. That's it. It's so much more attainable but I'm moving towards that goal. And every step I get closer to that goal, it becomes more and more attainable and becomes more and more real. And I am driven harder and harder. So all I'm doing is tracking my progress. Cause had I hopped on there and just thought, I bet I could do 715. Two days later, I wouldn't even be thinking twice about it. I probably wouldn't even get on that elliptical elliptical. But every time I walk by that list, I look at it and it taunts me and tells me you still haven't achieved what you're capable of doing. You still haven't done what you said you could do. And it drives me to get back on there. And the reason I bring this up, and specifically even this exercise portion, is because probably a lot of you listening right now are putting goals together about getting back in shape. But I bet you the majority of you in three to four weeks after the new year are going to be sitting down watching television, eating a freaking bowl of Ben and Jerry's rather than going to the gym. But it's because you're not putting yourself, you're not putting attainable goals in front of yourself and holding yourself accountable. Now imagine this. Take a piece of paper and just write what your goal target weight is and tape that shit on the door going out the, going out to your vehicle. That is going to set the tone every single day when you walk out that door, the steps that you have to take to get there. 
Maybe it's not weight that you have. That Maybe it's a financial goal. Okay, You walk out and you want to save, let's say you want an additional $5,000 in your bank account. Every day you walk out that door, the first thing you see when you go to grab that handle is put more money in your bank account. And you have it tracking how much money you're saving into there. It is going to change how you're going to spend that day. You're going to get that impulse where you want to buy some ridiculous shit and you decide not to because you know that the next day you have to write a number that was lower than the prior day. Nobody ever wants to go backwards. There is not a person's world that feels good going backwards in their life. And this helps keep you from doing that. And it's that just accountability and that maniacal drive. You know, life is kind of just, it. things, things happen because of intent, planning, and execution. They make this beautiful little baby called goal achievement once you put them all together. But you have to have all of them. You can't just have two or three of them. It takes all those things, and especially that, that planning and execution phase of it. I can have all the intent in the world to do something, but if I don't actually follow through on it, I'm never going to achieve it. And I know that's just absolutely redundant to say, but for some of you, I need to spell that out to you. You need to hear that. You need to put that in your head that... Nothing's going to happen if you don't do it yourself. You know, that's the draw to the get qu- get rich quick schemes too, is the idea that it's just going to happen easily. Or, you know, maybe you have that goal, that someday thing in the future. Someday is the most frustrating thing for somebody to tell me because that tells me that it's never going to fucking happen because people are relying on the heavens and earth to come and just hand them whatever the hell they're hoping for. And that's not how the world works. But I guarantee if you go after something with all of your effort and constantly just work towards that goal, you will achieve it. It's amazing how this world works. If you just, if you stay on track and you keep working towards something, you will achieve it. It will happen. That's this world. And I don't know why it is that people think that that's not the case, but You're capable of achieving whatever you put your mind to, but you need to hold yourself accountable to it. You need to put those things in and and make sure that you're not dropping the ball. And what I'm advocating is for you to be just a little bit more organized. Just take a little bit of time to put this list forward, to, to, to constantly write down those things that you need to be completed and stop operating in your goddamn brain. You know, there's only a certain amount of mental capacity you can handle. And if you're constantly trying to remember all the things that you need to do, it's going to stress the living shit out of you. Use that to be your, your backup hard drive, your backup brain to make sure things don't fall through. Because I know damn well I've, I've dropped the ball on things. Things have happened where I, I promised somebody I was going to call them back, and then, I don't know, five hours later it finally hits me. You know, yes, I called them back, but maybe I lost a lot of face in that time frame because people didn't think it was as much of a priority. But had I written it down on a sticky note and slapped it on my speedometer in front of me while I'm going down the road or something like that, I would have done it a lot quicker. It would have been off of my mind and I would have been more effective with it because I wouldn't have felt like a piece of shit who forgot to call that person back right away when I told them I would. Now, I also want to talk about the difference between writing it down and electronic list, Okay. Now, I can't speak for everybody in this, but here's my advice. Don't be afraid of the paper and pencil, pen and paper or whatever. The electronic list is very easy to be distracted from. Now, don't get me wrong. It's very portable. You can upload it. You can have it on multiple devices, and it is convenient in that way. There's nothing wrong with having both. But it's really easy to open up that list and get distracted by some text message or a Facebook invite or whatever. There's... 
too many things electronically that can distract you from the progress. And I'll tell you what, deleting something off your to-do list is does not have the same feeling as looking at the list and seeing everything you crossed off. You know, there is nothing more gratifying than taking that list that you have been adding to and having that page completely filled. Once you cross off that last line on that list and you rip off that page to start your new list, there is something that just feels so good to me when I look at that. And I bet you it's going to be the same thing for you is when you just tear that page off, you wad it up and you throw it in the trash because that is all stuff that you've completed and you know you are one step closer to achieving your goal. So maybe you are somebody who likes the electronic way and honestly, fine, whatever works for you, it doesn't matter. I advise it to be pen and paper, but I'm old school as hell and I get picked on about it all the time. Now, if you're going to do it electronically, you need to make it so that it jumps out at you. Make it so that it's a constant reminder. Make it so it's your, you screenshot it and you save it as your background constantly. Maybe that's how you do it. Make it so it's in front of your face all the time in an uncomfortable way so that you force yourself to go achieve. I had a conversation with a friend recently about this. People only make large changes if they're so uncomfortable in their current situation that they have to move. They have to they they value the 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 struggle that change and new experiences brings. They they see that as being less uncomfortable in the current position they're in. And that's what I see this as is if you you know for me if I put this list on my keyboard or I hang it over my monitor and it kind of blocks my computer screen a little bit, it's gonna drive me freaking nuts until I have it done. You'd be certain I'm not going to spend any time on eBay or looking through Facebook feeds or whatever in that time because I want that damn list done and gone. But I'm going to continue to put another list right back up there because I know it's effective and I know it keeps me on track. And that's the mentality you need to create to be productive. Now, I mentioned achievable goals earlier, and that is a huge, important point I need to be bringing forward here. Now, Think of there, There's this book called Broken Windows, and I remember reading this like a decade ago, so I'm going to paraphrase this and probably completely bomb it. It's a fantastic book, and if you haven't read it, it's a quick read, and it's something that's worthwhile. But in Broken Windows, this owner had, he was walking into his business, and he noticed he had a cracked pane on one of the windows walking in. And every time he kept on walking by, he said, man, I got to call somebody to get that. But then life just got busy in front of him. And I think everybody can can sympathize with this idea is that you know the world explodes everything's on fire and that cracked pain's not that big of a deal at that time it's just a little bit ugly well two weeks goes by and that cracked pain's still there all of a sudden it just becomes part of the landscape and while yes it's a cracked pain it might be a chip in the corner or something it's not it's not correct what what image is that bringing you know every person who first walks up to that business that's the first thing they see there but the business owner got so used to seeing it that he stopped paying attention to it and it just became a part of the business. And this happens. I mean, all the time. I'm guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of this. You know, if I think about, you know, my car that a, a vehicle drove by and rubbed the front bumper and there's this little black mark in the middle of it now, that's still there. And it just becomes a part of the car now. I haven't done anything to change that. Think about the person with a cluttered attic or, you know, the the desk that just needs to be organized or the mail that's been sitting on the table that you haven't touched in forever that's probably horribly out of date might as well just be thrown in the trash. Those things over time end up just being a part of the scenery. And now the reason I bring this up is that if your goal is not achievable, 
it's just going to become another part of the scenery. So you're going to have just this cluttered list or sticky note or whatever sitting there that's just been sitting there for way too damn long because it wasn't something that you could achieve in the time frame that a list allows. These are things that you need to be able to complete within a couple of days. I would advise, honestly, nothing should be on your to-do list that is more than a week out. If it's beyond that, you're really looking at something probably being a little bit more long-term or something you need to de dedicate time to. Maybe not put that project that, that's going to take more than a week to complete on the list. Maybe it's schedule the time to step away to do that project for a week and then going into your calendar and blocking out a week for it and then taking that week to do it. You know, It's the baby steps to doing it. It's that sequential series of events that lets you achieve that overall goal. And I guess what I'm saying here is that something that takes more than a week to do, it's probably a pretty large goal that you need to break it down into smaller steps to be able to achieve it. So achievable targets will help you be more successful in finishing your goals and keeping things on track and keeping things productive. But that's not to say that you shouldn't have bigger goals either. I absolutely believe you should have the biggest goals that you can have. I mean, you should have these ridiculous goals. You know, I'm sitting here at my desk and I, I've got a thing. I've got vision. I wouldn't say a vision board, but I have these little cutouts of things that I I dream of what my future is going to be. And I have these sitting in front of me on my desk all the time in a little pile. And, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing them here and I'm looking at them. And, you know, I got a picture of racing a motorcycle and dragging elbow. I've got two old people racing each other on their little mobility scooters or whatever um and then i've got tough mutters that are you know tw uh, 25 times ridiculous cars experiences uh employee uh appreciations things like these are all things that i strive to achieve for and i look at these occasionally to remind myself what is it that i really want to achieve and i'm literally as i'm as i'm saying this it's I, i'm i'm looking at these things and it reminds me that I need to align my, make sure that I'm aligning my goals and those are my landmarks to be able to say I'm going the right direction for the future that I dream about. But the vision board may be something that's a little more consecutive. You know, there are larger goals that, you know, you, you, you might end up achieving one well before the other and you can probably see those things out when you do it. But imagine what your future is going to be like. And really, seriously, focus in on the extreme detail of it. What exactly is your house going to look like? What color is it? What types of railings are on the outside? How does the kitchen look? You know, maybe those are material. Yeah, they're material goals. And that's the first thing I always gravitate towards when I say vision board. But, you know, what are the people in your life like? What is your, what is your spouse like? How do they act? You know, what's your, how's your family's health? Those are things that you can think about for your future vision board that, you need to get a clear idea of the direction that you want to go because it's going to help you along with that roadmap. And it's kind of like when I was talking about earlier about the idea of having that $5,000 in your bank account. Every day, you're one step closer to that. And when you have that ultimate goal and that vision in front of you that you're going towards, it constantly aligns you, maybe not on the forefront, maybe it's not the frontal lobe where you're thinking about it all the time of this gets me to this, but it changes your decision making and your behavior to align you towards that direction, which allows you to achieve that future vision. All those things that you put together, whether on a list or whether on your vision board, whatever it is, all it is is planning. It's things that give you a reason to wake up at you know 6 a.m. or whatever. You know, as I'm recording this right now, it's three o'clock in the morning. 
I woke up because I remembered one of the things that is, is a really driving mechanism for me. And I, I want to share this with you guys because I, I honestly, this might get you sparking to think about what really drives you. So one of the things that drives me is people who doubt me. I love to put them in their place. I love proving them wrong. And honestly, you know, I had a conversation last night where I even doubt myself and I love proving myself wrong because there's nothing better than actually achieving something that you really weren't sure you could do. But there's a few people specifically that I just want to rub their damn noses in it. And I know that might not sound very humble or whatever, but I don't give a shit. You know what? It drives me to achieve. So I'm, I work for a very large company and I've been with them for about a decade, very strong success record. And I remember this was probably, man, only about eight months ago or so. I had already started my own business, very successful. And I was realizing that no matter what I put my mind to, I can achieve. And I have a track record for that over the last decade. A position had came up for within this company that was quite a ways up from where I was. And I looked at it and it was something I was very interested in. I thought, you know what, if I did this, I may just stay with this company because I could see this being something I do for the rest of my life. But I knew that my resume wasn't going to get me in the door to get an, to get an interview. So I started thinking, what could I do to get in front of this person? Because I know I am so good that when I finally get in front of that person, they're going to realize that I am the most capable person for this job. Maybe not the most qualified today, but damn well the most capable. So going back and thinking through, I decided I was going to go the old school mentality. Rather than just submitting an electronic resume, I was going to hand write a letter to the, to the president. It was actually the president of, the, of one of the divisions of our company was a hiring manager. So I hand wrote a letter and sent it to him and said, I know that it doesn't make sense for you to interview me. But here's the reasons why I think I would do well at this. And I listed it all out, bullet points, made it quick, one page, all the, the way that any president would want to read some type of memo, just quick information. But at the end I wrote, I know it doesn't make sense, but give me an audience and let me prove it. Let me prove to you why I'm the best person for this decision or for this position. Well, I was pretty excited about it. About five days later, one of my friends from the corporate office contacted me. He said, hey, I, I heard about your letter that you sent over to Joe Venezia. And I just, oh, yeah, how'd it go? And he said, not good. He doesn't appreciate that you bypass rank to try to contact him directly. You're going to get a, con a phone call from Human Resources here later today about it. So I tried to take an extra initiative to take one step forward, which I'll be honest, any employee that tries to do this for me, it, it goes miles with. I got disciplined for trying to take that extra initiative to put myself forward to try to help make this company more successful. I cannot wait for the day that I show up on the cover of Forbes magazine or get a identified as one of the young entrepreneurs of the year. And I'm confident I'm going to do that. And maybe that's super egotistical of me to, to believe, but God damn it. I know I'm going to do that. I know I'm going to achieve that because I have a fantastic team that stands behind me and we are driven with passion and sheer determination. So as we progress every step forward, let's me kind of throw a middle finger out there. 
Now, he might not have a damn clue who I am, and he probably might not ever give a shit. But you know what? In my head, I'm fighting that battle. It's a constant war. And it makes me feel good. Every step I take and get closer and closer towards my goals, I know I am proving that I was right for that that whole time. And that that son of a bitch was wrong. And that drives me. I don't think there's anything wrong with finding things like this that drive you. Whatever it is that helps you become a better person or get towards your goals, as long as they're not hurting other people, there's no reason why you shouldn't use them as motivation. Find what drives you. Now it's a new year. It's a new you. Whatever the hell you want to call it. Time to start setting some goals. But start actually being intentful on achieving them. Don't just say, I'm going to do this and not actually complete it. Don't just hope that it's somehow going to happen. Be intentful on how you're going to achieve it. Be strategic and thoughtful on the ways that you're going to track it and what landmarks you're going to see along the way. Create your roadmap to success. It's 2019. It's a chance to start fresh, start new. Every day is a chance to start fresh and start new. Find what motivates you. Find what drives you. Start using that and start being productive. Guys, hopefully this helps you out here a little bit. I wish you all a happy new year. This has been super fun so far. I'm looking forward to a lot more podcast posts here in the future. Hopefully we've got a little bit of this audio quality stuff uh, finally figured out here. But I appreciate everybody listening. It means the world to me. If any of these podcasts have helped you, please share them with friends, share the podcast, help get some information out there. The whole purpose I'm doing this is I can help one person achieve their goals by just hearing what they needed to hear in that time and space. That's all worthwhile. I'm asking you to share it, like it, whatever, subscribe, do whatever to help get some some of this information out there that you think might help some people. Happy New Year. Go kick some ass. See ya.